0: Well, good morning. Hope you hope all are well today. God is good. Um, I'm excited to share some stuff today that God's just been. Uh, he just I wasn't planning on sharing today, but uh, God God led me to our topic today. I'm going to do a teaching, um, I, and I want to start off with the story that I shared last week, part uh, one of the story. I'm going to share part two that I did not share last week. Um, that is very exciting. But last week I shared. Uh, a story about a guy named Corey that I met in this store called Buckle down in Pennsylvania. And um, as he, he was an employee, and I was in there just admiring the store because I had never seen a Buckle store before. And it was a pretty cool store. I was just checking out. And as I was leaving, this guy Corey came and just approached me as an employee would and said, is there anything I can help you with? And um, as he was approaching me, I saw, I, I got a picture in my mind. I saw a picture in my mind of this guy, Corey. I never met him before. Uh, I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. But I got a picture in my mind about this guy, Corey, and he had a microphone in his hand. And he was on a stage, and he was a very influential person. There was a lot of people there. I don't know what he was saying or doing or what was going on. And so I thought that was very interesting. It was just a quick flash in my mind. And uh, as we talked, uh, just exchanged some pleasantries and how you doing, what, do you like working here? And I was just telling him how much I like the store. Um, I, I said, listen, this may sound weird, but I, I hear from God and I believe I heard something that pertains to you. Um, I, well, I didn't hear, I saw. Um, but I, I shared the, the story of that picture that I saw and I described it to him exactly as I described it to you. And, and this guy had a, an amazing reaction to this picture that uh, I had saw in my mind's eye. And his reaction, I mean, he's holding his chest and he's, he's saying words like, I feel like I'm gonna get sick. And it's, but a good sick, you know, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me, but uh, uh, he was very moved by the fact that I saw that. And he went on to describe to me that, he was sort of uh, weighing his options in life um, as far as his future goes between going on with this company and moving to Philadelphia or moving to LA because he had been trained in performing arts and comedy. And he was very stressed about it. And then he asked me the question, did my brother send you here? Because, you know, maybe he thought he was being pranked. I don't know if you've ever saw those shows before, but he, he may have thought that he was being pranked. And I said, no, your brother didn't send me here. Uh, you know, uh, but Jesus loves you enough to send me from Syracuse, New York to here to tell you this message, and I shared that message with with him well well, things went well. He went on to say that he had been far from God, and you know he had been drifting further and further away and you know I encouraged him. I just told him Jesus loves him so much, and he was working i didn 't want to take a lot of his time um, but after I shared that that message last week in both services or that that story last week in both services. And after the second service, I got a text on my phone. And it was from the guy that I went into buckle with. His name is Jack. And Jack texted me and said, uh, God sent me back to talk to Corey and he just got saved. And that's, that's really cool. But, uh, and what I like about that is God uses everyday ordinary people who love Him. Uh, he gives them gifts uh, to, to touch people's lives, to, to reach people that may be unreachable or are going in the wrong direction in their relationship with God. And God gifts His people. And what, what I started to t- talk about last week is that we are called to live naturally supernatural like every day, we, we, can, we can operate in this realm called the supernatural because the Holy Spirit is alive and well in every Christian. And the Holy Spirit give, gives good gifts. The Holy Spirit gives good gifts to His children. And He has a heart to bring back uh, the Father's lost children, to gather those who are far off, to, to reach those that are unreached, And He desires to give these gifts to people to help reach people that are away from God And so today I want to talk to you about one of these gifts and it's called a word of knowledge I want to talk to you about a word of knowledge Um, we talk about this semi-frequently, but The holy spirit baptism is something that jesus had to receive in order to Uh, have the power necessary to do what he did on this earth. And he modeled that for every believer. He modeled that for every believer, that when John baptized him in water, he came up, the Holy Spirit descended. Prior to that moment, there was no miracles that Jesus ever performed. And so if Jesus needed that baptism in the Holy Spirit, we need that baptism in the Holy Spirit all the more, right? And so that baptism in the Holy Spirit empowers us to bring the the environment, the culture of heaven to earth. And God can do it through a variety of ways. But one thing I do know, the Holy Spirit is called the helper in in John chapter 14. The helper, the counselor. He's a helper. He's not a doer. And so when he helps, who does he help? He helps believers do uh, what God has called them to do to accomplish the God mission that was given to them. He helps believers to uh, co-labor with Jesus Christ to accomplish the mission that Jesus came to accomplish. And that's you and me. And so today I want to talk to you about one of the ways, one of the many ways that the Holy Spirit does that. And that is through a word of knowledge. If you turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we'll start there. I want to give you several passages to lay a foundation here. First Corinthians chapter twelve, starting in verse one, it says this. This is Paul writing to the Corinthians. He says in, in chapter one of this very uh, this very letter that um, that church was not lacking any gift. So they were like they were flowing in a lot of gifts to the point where he had to bring correction. How, these are how these are the gifts. These are how you use them. These are what they're for. Um, so he says this now about the gifts, verse one, now about the gifts of the spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Your translation may say ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant, which doesn't mean stupid as much as it means, uh, not having the knowledge you need to use them appropriately. And so we skip down. Now let's skip over to verse seven because he's on this, the topic of these gifts, now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be uninformed. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I like the way another translation puts it, the common good. Uh, another translation says it this way. The manifestation of the Spirit is given so that we can help each other. So there's, 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 a, there's a purpose of helping helping others. There's a purpose of of encouraging others. There's a purpose of strengthening others or accomplishing God's mission. And so it says, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given the Spirit, through the Spirit, a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge. This is the one we're going to talk about today or what I'll refer to as a word of knowledge by the by means of the same spirit to another and i'm just going to cover all all nine of them to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healing by that one spirit to another miraculous powers to another prophecy to another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still to another the interpretation of tongues all these are the work of one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines and you'll see there are three very specific gifts um, that i read through one is a word of wisdom one is a word of knowledge and another is prophecy and and these simply just to boil it down to the basic of basics are repeating to someone what you've heard from god repeating uh, uh, repeating what you hear from god it's just saying what you hear okay So I want to just make this simple because sometimes people overcomplicate things. And so today I want to make this simple so that we understand that if we have the ability to hear from God, we are qualified, if we're filled with the Spirit, we are qualified to uh, to exercise or to use all the gifts of the Spirit as the Holy Spirit gives them to us, right? And He's the giver. He's the giver of these gifts. And His purpose, listen... He gives good gifts because his purpose is that you understand that Christianity is not about receiving only. We're called to give. We're called to make a difference in this world. We're called uh, to affect change in our world. Sometimes we get stuck in the mode of, you know, struggling through life, struggling through life, struggling through life and not realizing victory. But as we begin to do the things that God has called us to do, we begin to walk in victory. God takes care, like my wife just said, God takes care of the things that need to be taken care of in life. We can worry about them all we want, but if we trust God to take care of them, we can go on and accomplish what he's called us to do. All right? That doesn't mean that you should not attend to your needs. You should attend to your needs. But we also need to get in a place of trusting God, okay? Trusting God. So on this topic of of word of knowledge, here's what a word of knowledge is. A word of knowledge is information that you have received supernaturally from the Holy Spirit. It's not something you knew. It's not something um, you can discern by looking at somebody and figuring it out. Okay, you look smart. You know, I see the kind of books you carry or the way you carry yourself. It's not something that you can figure out naturally. It comes from heaven, it comes from God, okay, and God knows you and I best, right? He knows everyone on the face of this planet best, and He is willing to give that kind of information away so that you can uh, can accomplish something in their lives. Maybe he wants to heal somebody, maybe he wants to remind them of how important they are to Him, maybe he wants to remind them of his love for them, maybe uh, you know he wants to reveal something that 's been deep in their heart to show them how much Uh, He's involved in their lives It it could be any variety of information But the reality is that god is is at work and he gives that kind of information supernaturally To people who uh, are willing to receive it now in first corinthians chapter uh, Two if you flip there in your bibles First corinthians chapter two it speaks of what i've just been saying It talks about how god gives information ...or reveals information. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. It says this, What we have received is not the spirit of the world... ...but the spirit who is from God... ...so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Right? We have the spirit of God... ...so then we can better understand the information... ...or what he's given us. This is what we speak... ...not in words taught us by human wisdom... ...but in words taught by the spirit... ...explaining spiritual realities with spirit taught words. Okay, so I want to show you a few practical examples of what a word of knowledge could be in the scriptures. Um, And and I'm going to fly through these fast, so if you you, uh, are taking notes, you could just jot down the reference. But in Mark chapter 2, verse 8, it says this, immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in his hearts. This is, okay, so this man is brought before him, he's paralyzed, he says to he, he says to the, to the man, son, your sins are forgiven. And the, the people who were there, the, the religious people of the day, uh, were, were thinking some stuff in his heart. And it says immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking. And he asked them, why are you thinking these things? See, that's supernatural information he has. It wasn't, he wasn't looking at the frowns on their faces. He wasn't, you know, it, it was all a download from heaven. Do you see this, this information? John 4, verses 16 through 18, it says this. Uh, This is Jesus with the woman uh, at the well in Samaria. He said to her, go call your husband and come here. How How would he know about her husband? The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have correctly said. Look at what Jesus says to her. Uh, you've correctly said I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. That uh, This you have said truly. See, there's a supernatural download of information. How would he have known that she've had five husbands and the guy she is with is not her husband, right? It's information from heaven in order to uh, seize the moment. It's a God moment for this woman. In fact, she was totally transformed. It says that she left and went back into her town and then she began to tell people come and see what this man is saying he knew everything about me and she, they became they came back and that whole town was transformed by 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 these words of knowledge do you see this like god wants to use his people to change lives and it could be something as simple as giving us one piece of information and as we uh, have the ability to hear receive and we obediently just share it god can bring about Dramatic change. Um, in Acts chapter 5, verse 3, we see Paul. He's addressing Ananias and Sapphira. Uh, not Paul, Peter, sorry. It says, five, Acts 5, 3. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you, you received for the land? And, and if you know that story, Ananias, amongst other people, they were selling property and giving it to laying at the apostles' feet. They were giving money to the church, if you will. But what Ananias had done, he had conspired with his wife and lied about the amount. It was his money. He could have said, I, gave, I, I, I sold my property for 100000 but I'm giving you $50,000. No, he lied about the amount. He, he, he chose to say, I sold my property for 50000 and here it is. And he really didn't give all the money. So really what he was trying to do was impress others. It was a prideful moment. And, and Peter gets this download from heaven and discerns immediately that Ananias is lying about the amount. Here's the last uh, passage that I'll share with you. There's, there's hundreds in, in the scriptures. This is an Old Testament passage. This is amazing. 2 Kings 6, 8 to 12. It says, now the king of Aram was warring against Israel, and he counseled with his servants, saying, in such and such a place shall be my camp. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel. Okay, so this king Aram, the enemy of Israel, is giving information out. I'm going to set up my camp here. The man of God gets this information, and he sent word to the king of Israel saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Arameans are coming down there. The king of Israel sent sent to the place about which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him so that he guarded himself there more than once or twice. Now, the heart of the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. And he called his servants and said to him, will you tell me which of us is for the king of Israel? He thought his own servants were uh, giving away the information. Which of us is, is, uh, is a spy and giving away the information to the king of Israel? One of his servants said, no, my Lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel, he tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. That's powerful, huh? Here's this guy, you know, it's, it's sort of a picture of nothing is secret with God. You cannot hide anything from God, and God will download what he needs to download to meet the moment, the need of the moment. That's, that's just a few examples of a word of knowledge um, in Scripture. And we receive words of knowledge in different ways. I'm going to list them off. There's, there's seven of them. Um, you may argue with me. Uh, but I'm going to share seven with you today, Um, seven different ways that we can receive a word of knowledge. Um, You may say there's more, there's less, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, But here's here's, uh, seven ways, and I'll just take a few moments to describe each of them. We can feel it. We can see it. We can read it. We can think it. We can say it. We can dream it. And we can experience it. So there's seven different ways, and I'm, I'm going to just take a few moments to cover each of them. You, you, can feel, you can feel it. Sometimes there's a feeling associated with a word of knowledge. Um, for example, here's the example, and I hope you're doing well. Are you doing good? Okay, here's the example. I said to Mary, in fact, a- at the end of the day, I'm believing that, that uh, many of us are going to be, be receiving words of knowledge. Okay? <laughs> But here's an example. I was walking out of my office. Mary was sitting up here, who's the one who transitioned from worship. And I said, Mary, right hip. And she, I mean, she knows what I was talking about. I didn't need to say anything else. But I told her afterward, my right hip is hurting. And this is not my pain. So I believe it's a word of knowledge. I was literally feeling it. You can feel it. Sometimes, when you, sometimes you have a pain that's not your own. Now, if you have lots of aches and pains in your bodies, you need to be very careful that you don't associate that, the aches and pains with uh, a word of knowledge. But if you, you know, say for example, you've never had an issue with your shoulder, all of a sudden there's a sharp pain in your shoulder. It could be a word of knowledge. Okay, so you can feel them. There's times that you can feel them. Um, and so, uh, it's not only, it may not only be associated with pain. You may feel... And I know this has happened to my wife before. You may feel a strong emotional uh, uh, something or other, anxiety, fear, panic. You can feel that. And you would be like, where did this come from? This is not mine. And so uh, God may be showing you that you're about to run into something, somebody and uh, they're experiencing that and you're, he wants to set them free. All right, so so that's one way that you can receive a word of knowledge, by feeling it. Um, and again, be very careful that when, when you feel something that uh, you are sure that it's not your pain. Right. All right, be sure that it's not your pain. Um, the second one is you can see it. Uh, sometimes you'll get a mental picture. This happens to me a lot. I, I get a mental picture. Um, you could see, you know, if God wants to heal somebody, you, you may see a body part, a, a kidney or a you know, um, a shoulder blade issue or a knee issue. And you, you see a picture. Um, I shared with you the story of Corey. I saw, I, it's just like this fleeting, very quick picture I saw in my mind and, and i be, I'm, I'm still very much in process, but I'm, I'm learning. Okay. That's well, that was weird. Okay. Is that you God? And, and so, um, so you may, you may see it, um, you may see a person, a, a picture with a condition of someone with a cane, or um, something like that. Or you may see, uh, you may see a picture of hopelessness, and you wouldn't be able to describe it. You just know in your heart of hearts that I just saw hopelessness on you, or at least I think I did, as best as I understand. You, you see it, okay? And again, it's not. You, if you see it with your physical eyes, man, you're a million times uh, farther than I am, but. I just see this mental picture, and it's just—it's—it's it's it's just like a quick, quick thing that I see. Um, uh, y- you can read it. You can read it. So you may see a literal word on someone's forehead, on somebody's back. You may see a headline in a newspaper. It, this is all in your mind's eye, not in like a on a real paper. But um, you, you may see something that you can literally read the words. I remember hearing a story of a guy who was just learning words of knowledge. And he was struggling because he had an assignment. He was taking a class, and he had a, an assignment. And the assignment was, you know, seek God and ask him for a word of knowledge. And the deadline is next Wednesday by class, by by the class. We're believing that God's going to give you a word of knowledge before next Wednesday. And it was like Wednesday, the day before, the day of the class, before the class started, and he's in the mall and he's stressed out about it because he really wants to honor his assignment. And, and he's asking God, God, what is it? What is it? Why? And he looks up and there's a kid a few uh, seats away from him and literally right on his forehead, he read the word suicide. Now it wasn't on this kid's forehead, but this is what he saw. And he's like, oh my goodness. And so he went to the kid and he begins talking to him and and just encouraging him. And he asked him, does this make any sense to you? I, I saw the word suicide. And he said, you know what? I was getting ready to go home and commit suicide today. And as a result of that interaction, this guy seeking God, this guy stressed out, finding himself in the mall. This kid's life was saved. You see, God cares. And God wants to dispatch his people who are willing to just say, use me. Use me. And and uh, they'll find themselves connecting with people who, who have uh, a, a moment of need in their lives. And it may not be that drastic. It may be something else. Maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe financially they're struggling or they're struggling at home relationally. And, and, and you may see something that keys you in on the need. God may download that to you. So you can read it. Um, you can think it, and this happens to me a lot too. So I see it a lot and I, can, I think it a lot. Uh, and, and so when you think it, you sense in your mind, you don't see a picture, you don't read a word, you don't feel something physically, but, but uh, you sense something in your mind. Uh, you just get the sense. And this to me, you know, a lot of times they're, very, they're vague, but if you try, as the thought goes through your mind, you do your best to capture it and then ask God, God, is this you, uh, you know? I I, want to honor you, but I don't want to, I don't want this to be me. And so you can just think it, you have the sense in your mind that you know, I know this person's struggling. I just, I, you know, I, I know, you know, uh, they had a fight with their husband or, you know, I just know that their, their job situation's tenuous, you know, I just know in my heart of hearts, I can't tell you why I know, I just know, you know, that's that intuition thing that God downloads some information, um. Uh, related to a person's uh, personal situation. So feel it, see it, read it, think it. You can say it. Now this uh, this is something like what my wife was talking about related to the mailbox and the check. Sometimes you're in a conversation with something and something comes out of your mouth that was totally... Uh, not premeditated, You, you, you weren't thinking about it, you didn't know about it, but it comes out. Maybe you're about to pray for somebody and it just comes out, you said it and you're like, whoa, I wish I could reel that back in, but it's out there and that was God. Many times people will be like, oh my goodness, how do you know that? And it's God speaking through you. As we avail ourselves to God, as we give ourselves to God, God used me, he's gonna use you. He's gonna use you and so I wanna give you this teaching to help you uh, in your everyday lives. Whether you're, you know, you could, be, you could be doing dishes and God downloads a word of knowledge. Someone 10 minutes later knocks on the door. All of a sudden, boom, you're ready to minister to that person. God works that way. He's just so amazing. He just works that way. And, and so you may say something, uh, unpremeditated words, tumbling out of your mouth. Um, the last two, dream it and experience it. Dreaming, Is very self-explanatory where you you see someone with a health problem, you see someone with a situation, and then all of a sudden you run into them. Maybe they're in your dream or maybe you don't know who it is, but God begins to, you know, uh, speak to your spirit to say, this is the person. Share that dream with them, you know. And uh, so the dream and experience that are very similar, one you do while you're sleeping, the other you do while you're awake. Um, you, you may have a vivid uh, vision or something, which is similar to the uh, the see it, except the see it is just sort of a picture. Um, the experience it is more like uh, a movie in your mind, if you will. You, you have something going on where you see things happening and transpiring, and and so these are the the seven ways that I know um, that people experience it. It's definitely not an exhaustive list, but words of knowledge come so that we can be used of God to speak into people's lives amen so uh feel it we can feel it a physical thing going on with our body um we could see them we can read them we can think them we could say them we can dream them and we can experience it, experience them now the Holy Spirit is just not playing with your mind he he has a, he is passionate about people And so his desire is that that word of knowledge is given so it meets a specific need in a person's life. Maybe uh, they're at their wit's end and they need to hear, God, God told me that you're going to make it. You know? God told me that there's breakthrough coming, whatever, whatever it is. He'll download the information. You don't need to make it up. He'll give you what you need for that specific moment. And if it's related to their physical body, uh, it's, in my mind, purposed because he wants to heal them. And many times, right there, right right at that moment, there's an old saying that's been around for years that uh, if he reveals it, he heals it. Have you ever heard that before? If he reveals it, he heals it. And so uh, that's... I can't say that's Bible, but it's just a saying that we've used because God is is passionately in love with people. And if we could begin to see through his eyes, they matter so much to him that he he wants to dispatch his people to go on mission to make a difference in the world. And and so it's a very specific purpose. You can get a word of knowledge anytime, anywhere. Many times you get a word of knowledge and you don't know exactly who it's for. And so you've got to be asking God, God, what, who is this for? How am I supposed to know it's them? And, you know, if he's given it to you, you've got to trust him that he's going to reveal who it's for as well. And I would say this. Um, it's very important to express the word of knowledge only as you receive it. You don't need to elaborate on it. You, you don't need to add your, your twist to it or your explanation to it um, because you may miss it at that point. I'll give you a quick Uh, story that randy clark tells about his uh his experience one time he got a word of knowledge about uh someone's back and they injured their back and he was counting up the vertebrae or down the vertebrae i don't know which um but he said it was uh, someone's got an injury at their sixth vertebrae and they got injured by tripping over a green garden hose is there anyone here that had that happen to them anyone and so no one stands no one responds and many times these words of knowledge are so specific. I mean, it's not, it's not a happenstance. It's not like this broad thing that anyone could qualify for. And so uh, he said it again, and he's very disturbed by it. He's like, I know. In fact, he was feeling it too. So he got this green hose thing information, but he was feeling it in his back. And he's like, I want to get rid of this pain." you know. I've got to find who it's for. Uh, <laughs> so a guy comes up to him after the service and said, you know what? My sixth vertebrae is damaged, and I injured it by tripping over a green hose, but it was not a garden hose. (laughs) It was an aeronautical hose. And so Randy, just in his mind, he saw a green hose. He thought it was a garden hose. The guy didn't respond. Well, once they had that conversation, the guy got healed, and it dealt with the situation. The point is, and he uses this as a point to say, give exactly what you know and don't give any more information because you don't want to miss the moment because you're elaborating on what you think is true and so uh, how do we get a word of knowledge well i shared with you it, many times it comes quickly and this is a lot of times the way god speaks it's a fleeting thought it's a flitting thought it's it's in and out and, and so many times we pass uh these thoughts off as our thoughts yeah. right or i don't know why i'm thinking that i'm crazy you know and God's trying to speak. God's trying to speak. So, so uh, we need to capture and learn to capture what God is showing us. And as we, we step out in this more and more, we begin to see uh, and understand how God speaks to us. Like I told you, for me, I see words of knowledge a lot and I think them a lot. Uh, once in a great while, I feel them. But that's, uh, I've never dreamt them. I've never uh, experienced, like had the open vision thing. You know, so there's a lot that hasn't happened to me, but I've learned how God speaks to me most frequently, and I run with it. That doesn't mean, in fact, I'd like to see him use more, but in the meantime, I, I don't want to miss the opportunities that he's already uh, opened up for me. So um, they, many times they come quickly, and they are thought that passes through our mind, races through our mind very quickly. We've got to capture it. We've got to tune in to what he's speaking and um, and also, we've got to be very careful how we present it. You know, we we don't want to go to people and say, you know, God told me you've got an ear problem. Uh, <laughs> Listen, humility is so important. Yes, is. I, I would say something like this, you know, sometimes I hear from God. Mm-hmm. Yep. And be okay, be open to saying, you know, sometimes I miss it. Sometimes. I miss it, you know. And I just had this impression or I saw this picture that you had an ear problem. Is this true? Does this relate to you? If they say no, you know, you, you don't leave it at that. Because anytime you have an interaction with somebody, you want them to leave. You, you want them to feel encouraged. You want them to have a smile on their face. So it's not about you. It can't be about you. Right? right? Uh, uh, one time when we were in Brazil, they had uh, people line up on stage who were going to give words of knowledge and I was up there and I thought I had a pretty specific word of knowledge. It was, uh, it was right behind the ear, the sharp pain right under and behind the ear um, that a person had and so it was shared and there's maybe 500 people there or so at this, uh, at this conference that they were doing and no one stood up and I'm like, oh my goodness, I missed it. And I felt a little shame and embarrassment and all this stuff, you know, but it's not about me, Right? It's not about me. Four people later, uh, there's this lineup on stage of people sharing words of knowledge. Four people later, an individual shared the exact same word of knowledge, almost literally word for word. Sharp pain behind the ear on the right side. Just, it, It's just sharp. It's a sharp pain. Uh, and this person shared it. Four people after me, and like four people stood up <laughs> and got healed that day. And I'm thinking, what? What? <laughs> Anyway, just, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's not about us. It's God working to touch people's lives. And so if you're willing to say, you know what? This is not about me. What I do and say and hear from God and share can bring about a dramatic change in people's lives. It can change cities. It can change towns. Like the Samaritan woman. Her entire time, I mean, so many people in that town was touched by Jesus having a small conversation with her at that well. I mean, we just don't know what God wants to do. So it is not about us. As long as we're willing to say, you know what? I missed it. I don't care. If you wait till you're 100% sure, you may never, ever give one. And there may be many people that could have had a God encounter that missed out because we're not willing to step out or it's more about us, right? We need to be able to step out, willing to step out, humble enough to say, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but this is what I'm sensing. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm uh, seeing. Could this relate to you? Just utter humility. Sometimes I've seen words of knowledge shared with a person, and it was right on, and they still said no. Last week, when we're, my wife and I, two weeks ago, my wife and I and several others were out on the streets uh, uh, just sharing, sharing and loving people and um, my wife went to some, some lady, and there was just people piling out of her house. And the the mama comes out, and, and my wife says, "Do you have back problems? Is is there? Do you have back problems?" Lady's like, "No," and she's like, "Well, do you have any pain in your body at all?" She said, "Yeah, I do. Where is it? It's in my back." <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm just standing there like, "What is going on here? This is so weird." And then she got prayed for a few times, like three or four times, but she, she was healed. She got healed. It's amazing. You know? And God, so God visited, God, God visited that lady's home and that lady's life at that moment. I mean, right in front of a pile of people. Kids running everywhere. Adults living in the house. And God wants to show up where we go. You know? God wants to show up where we go. Usually... Uh, we we only teach this kind of uh, this teaching in our grow groups, but I wanted to give you a taste. Listen, we are we are going after making disciples. Well, I believe that we can grow so much and bring about so much change in the world we live in and around us by our maturity, by our ability to hear God, obey God, love God, um, influence people. And so, if you haven't uh, gotten into a grow group, I would encourage you to do that so so we need to uh, approach this with with great humility great humility in our hearts and and honesty we don't have to worry we should be totally honest and say you know uh sometimes i get this sometimes i don't and honestly i'm a little nervous as i talk to you right now not i'm not i'm just saying as you're approaching somebody honestly i'm a little nervous right now but i think i got something that i want to share with you if you're totally honest and, uh, and forthright with with what's going on, I think you're uh, in a better position uh, to accept if you missed it or not. But let me tell you this. Don't let fear rob you because when it robs you, it robs others. People will miss out when when fear has robbed you. And people need an encounter with the living God. And He desires for them to have that encounter. And so in just a few moments... Um, I'm gonna pray for you And uh, let me just tell you what we're gonna do because I want to I want to get it out there And uh, i'm gonna pray for you and i'm gonna ask god to give you a word of knowledge Um Because I believe he's gonna do that number one But I believe that as you get more and more comfortable in operating in these kind of gifts Then he will use you in mighty mighty ways So i'm gonna pray for you And then i'm gonna have maybe 15 people come up and share the word of knowledge all right and it's okay if you miss it there's a lot of grace here there's a lot of grace here so we're seeking to hear from god we're seeking to see a picture that he gives us we're we're seeking uh to to share an impression that he's given us and and, um and we're just gonna we're just gonna go after it okay this is just phase one this is just a a sample and a little test okay uh no one can fail are you guys ready how many has ever, in, in your mind, as far as you know, if you've ever received a word of knowledge uh, as best you... Okay. You've received a word of knowledge. Okay, so maybe half of you. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, may God sharpen that gift. May God use you mightily. And for those who haven't, you know what? This is why we're talking about it today. Right? So let's pray together. Ready? Father, I just want to thank you, God, that you are the giver of good gifts, Lord. And we know that you have a wide variety of gifts. You, uh, Lord God, desire to bless your people. And you desire, Lord God, to have your children come home. Those who are lost, those who are wandering, those who are far off, God. And so, Lord, you want to encourage those in the body. And you want to reach those outside the body, God. And I thank you for the gift of word of knowledge, God. I ask Holy Spirit that you come right now. And Father, just begin to pour that out, Father. For those who have never received one, Lord God, that they, Lord, would have stuff going on in their heart and in their minds right now, God, that you would show them how you speak to them. Hallelujah. Just erase fear, Lord. Fear's not from you. There's no stress, there's no anxiety, there's no fear. Hallelujah. Show show each person how powerfully you want to use them, God. And so we invite you, God, speak, reveal fresh revelation from heaven. We thank you, God. Our trust is in you, Lord. Hallelujah.